It's the True Penny Show with your host, James True Penny. Hello, and welcome to the True Penny Show. My name is James True Penny. This is my show, and we are in the final leg of the G1 Climax Tournament. Today, we are going to look at the first two nights at Budokan Hall. We have slowed down our pace somewhat to ensure as many voices get to talk about the G1 as is possible. We might save the final to our regular Monday slot and then get back in sync and then, mm-hmm. then do it that way. But there is a lot of content on the Troopany Show this week. If you listen to Telling Stories, that went out on Tuesday and it was our reverential tribute to the late, great Harley race. The, the Wrestling Rewind is back. Um, that happened today as we were recording this and they were at Dublin Comic Con with Dara and his mates at Nerd to No Media. And today, which will be tomorrow by the time this is released, uh, we mm-hmm. are going to about the last two nights at Budokan Hall, a new Japan Pro Wrestling's G1 Climax tournament. And to join me for this m- most momentous of momentous occasions is Ashley. How are you doing, Mom? I'm good. I are, nearly are you just, you are, you just, are you just refusing to address me by my name? My actual it's, name? It's a bit like going into burger king and asking for a whopper and not feeling silly i must admit i'm not used to it yet please give the full glory of your name it is empress ashley el phantasma now i go by el phantasma or you could just call me lp ashley lp now empress ashley lp okay i will get around to that you don't mind me just calling you ash do you (laughs) yeah that's fine you can call me ash but no one else can you can call me anything you like, as so long as it's not late for dinner, as the old saying goes. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, we were at night seventeen. It was Budokan Hall, Budokan Hall, a famed wrestling venue for Japanese mm-hmm. wrestling, uh, mainly associated with Noah and All Japan, which will become pertinent later on in this yep. particular card. But nine thousand six hundred forty-one was not a bad shout for a fourteen thousand seat arena on the first night when they knew nothing really that consequential would happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the trouble with the three-day event but in the tag matches john oxley john oxley oxley, john oxley and shota uno defeated juice robinson and ren narita now my mate lost wolfing on twitter said mm-hmm. earlier that uh don't tell me that dean ambrose is still wrestling because that's john moxley <laughs> he is uh, a horrible influence on people and i pointed out how badly behaved shota has been since he started hanging out with moxley um, and Lost Wolfing said, and I, and I, and I quote, I, I will just find the thread, because um, it's, it's pretty funny, actually, to be honest. <laughs> uh, where are we? Go up a bit. Here we go. He said, um, truly, the pied paper of unsavory behavior. New Japan did not do a background check, and that is irresponsible. And she's right. That, that I do agree with her on that yes. statement. Shota clearly going down the wrong path at the moment. Mm-hmm. And Juice Robinson should and have. Renita tried. She just picked the winning side. <laughs> She's Bullet Club. Um, they don't have a great track record with uh, homegrown gay jeans, do they, though? <laughs> no, no, just go to the winning side. Hey, who cares about Moxley? We don't want Moxley. We don't care about Moxley, okay? He's the least of our concerns. Hmm. Anyway, uh, Juice Robinson and Renderita tried to drag them back to a more stable path. The result was them losing in 3 minutes and 41 seconds. Yeah, Renderita's yeah. belly-to-belly suplex not quite cutting it on this particular occasion, which is a shame. Yeah. 
In the next match, Jeff Cobb and Toa Henry defeated Tamaki Homma and Taro Yano in five minutes and 23 seconds. That was a given. Bit that was going to happen. Bit of a GBH uh, reunion there. Minoru Suzuki, Tai Chi, and Yoshinobu Karamura defeated Chaos, Hiroki Goto, Tomohiro Ishii, and Yoshihashi in seven yes. minutes and 50 seconds. Yes, it was. It, well, it's got Tai Chi in it, so that tends to bring things down. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah, I I don't I equally dislike them. <laughs> Los Ignorables de Japón, Bushi, Shingo, Takagi, Tetsuya, Nato, they defeated Bullet Club, Chase Owens, Jay White, and Yujihiro Takahashi in eight minutes and 37 seconds. That was a fluke. It was a, it was fluke. a fluke. It was not fair. Right, of course it was. It was not fair. And you know what? That's fine, because we're going to take those losses back. You watch. We're going to take mm. them back. Okay, it's, then. It's coming. It's coming. Los Ignorables de Japón with the Space Pirates. Yeah, it's coming. Don't worry. It's coming. You live in Texas, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> or you're from Texas, I should say. Soon to be living in Texas again. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. I, I am, ha- I, you know, I am Latina, so I can pronounce that properly. I, I actually had a Latina teach me how to do it. Alex Hernandez, our friend from Dallas, she taught me how to pronounce it properly. <laughs> there you go. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cheers. Anyway, it's okay. Thank you for that. Um, moving on to the first actual, well, the last of Block A. Everyone be sad because there will be no more Block A matches till next year. Uh, in the opener, Lance Archer put in an absolutely corking performance against Evil. Lance Archer has the shout for being man of the tournament and certainly best comeback of this particular tournament. He outshone a lot of people, winds up on six points, had some big wins. Evil mm-hmm. did not do badly. He seems more mature in himself, even though he scored more points in the last two years. I think this is a more settled Evil who seems to know what he's doing. And I've liked both of what they've done in this particular tournament. What's your final grade card for Lance Archer and Evil, Ash? Uh, not... If we're if we're talking about the main matches that night, yeah, not necessarily you know the you know the best match, but I did enjoy Lance, and I have enjoyed Lance. You know this whole tournament, we've you know we've constantly yeah, yeah. talked about him, just you know how fantastic he's been, even when he does you know unfortunately you know when he did unfortunately lose throughout the turn like the times he did, he was still fantastic. Um, but yeah, I, I mean I wasn't feeling this match compared to all of them. Like, as far as we're only talking about the finals. But either way, you know, yeah, I agree with you about Evil and as, as far as his performance. Yeah, he just, seems, he just seems to be snappier and seems to be, like, on point with things. But this is, like, his third G1 now. I keep forgetting this stuff. Like, you know, it, it's... It's, um, it's okay, I forget he was another two, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I forget, like, he's been at this quite a while. But, yeah, he's, he was really good. Right, the next m- matchup was Bad Luck Farley, who gets to eight points with a win over Sonata using a small package. That's right, folks. Bad Luck Farley appears to have learned how to wrestle. Hey, We're hey, hey. What's your win on here? He is a technical expert now. It's technical expert Bad Luck Farley, okay? Rogue general technical expert. Bad luck, Farley. Yes. Ace Owens has been putting some of those rock and roll express moves he learned under Ricky Morton into Farley. Ace Owens is the king of the C block now. Okay. So we need to address them by their correct titles. (laughs) All right. Boy, bear in mind, Dave Finley won the C block last year. And Dave. No, no, it's 
chase. I'm a bit, oh, let, me let me finish. It's, it's finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Definitely won the C block last year and is currently off with a broken shoulder. So winning the C block isn't necessarily the best of things. <laughs> and for those of you who don't, C block is kind of like who gets the best results of the tag matches on the tour, who isn't in the tournament. And Chase has done quite well. A win is a win. A win is a win. And he, you are, sir, you are speaking about the next Ring of Honor TV champion. Okay? He's got to get through it. He's got to get through and Can you let me finish speaking? <laughs> You've got to get through an eliminator first, and then the next Ring of Honor television champion. I, and I wonder, admit, I would actually love to see Chase Owens as Ring of Honor television champion because it would be awesome. I don't know if to change a thing either. I just want him to cheat and just do everything like in an old Southern style, like he does. It would be brilliant. Um, and, He's going to have that extra weight added. You know, that extra ten pounds of gold from Ring of Honor there. So yeah. Okay. I'm not the TV title looks fairly lightweight to me. It always seems to be about around about eight pounds of gold. We round up. We round, <laughs> round up. You round up. What's that we in round metric? Up. <laughs> Anywho, uh, what's your report card on Bad Luck Farley and Sonada? Because Sonada again has had stunning moments in this tournament, but only gets to eight points when he's done better in the past. And Farley, and we've said all tournament, he tries really, really hard. And especially in the G1, he really puts all his best efforts in. And he's had far better matches this year than he did last year, because obviously last year they were making a point, as was the mm -hmm. angle. And this year he's actually had to try. And, you know, he's not knocking on him, but he's getting on a bit now for him, like trying to keep up with his youngsters. And he's done incredibly well and started pulling new moves out of his arsenal. No one expected him to pull out a small package to be technical wizard like Sonata. So that's quite awesome. What are your thoughts on this matchup and what are your thoughts on the two wrestlers? Um, I, I think I went over them as much as I interrupted you. <laughs> I went over You've reached them. your point. <laughs> I've reached my point on that match. Um, you know, glad to see them win. So, yeah. Okay, then. Fair enough. Uh, moving on to the next matchup was Zack Sabre Jr. He defeated Kenta in 16 minutes and 26 seconds. Um, Zach has had a pretty good tournament, uh, really. Uh, and Kenta has had a good tournament as well. His comeback has been quite interesting. What are your mm -hmm. thoughts on these two in the G1? And what are your thoughts on this particular matchup? Kenta obviously has been... Um, what's the word? Maybe not quite as up there as he needs to. Um, and there are other things that happened on this weekend which we're not going to talk about because they happened on the final. We're just talking about this particular point in the tournament. Kenta okay. was, Kenta was, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to say a disappointment, but he certainly, he, I think, you know, five years away, lots of heavy injuries I, and, and, and things like that have slowed him down. Do you I, think I've he's still a viable player? I read your comments towards me, and we're not going to talk about them because it, you know, it has to do with the final about Kenta. <laughs> and since, a, since I'm restricted on the True Penny show on how I truly feel, I can't say anything because it all happened in the final. But um, but he did finish ninth in this plot, yes. Yeah, yeah. But you, you made it sound like it was it just, it wasn't that big of a deal. Oh, it's ninth. Oh, <laughs> oh they just finished ninth. Um, Out of ten people, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, he's still, if you look at it, he wasn't the worst. 
No, I suppose not. He was not the worst. No, he wasn't. Lance Archer. Exactly. Anyway. Yes, uh, carry on. Anyway, Zach Sabre Jr. and, and Kenta. <laughs> uh, Zach Sabre Jr. has had a good tournament. I, in my opinion, he's had a decent, uh, he's had, you know, pretty stable and decent matches throughout this mm. G1. Um, I've really enjoyed him um, this year more than I, I ever really did, to be honest with you. Mm. So, performance wise, fantastic you know this year i mean i'm glad i got to see some older submissions throughout the tournament come from yeah. him and you know he's just a lot of extra post comments wise so <laughs> um other than that you know i know cage match gave it about like a an 8.669 i guess 8.6 yeah, yeah. um i i agree with that, usually, I mean, it's very rare that we even see him have a horrible match, to be honest with you. No, true. Um, for, you know, a submission expert, uh, he can, he's probably one of the only submission experts I've ever seen that could actually work with pretty much anyone in any style. So yeah. that's impressive. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I mean, we kind of like think of submissions experts as people like um, Josh Barnett and like bruising UFC types, Ken Shamrock and people like that. But it isn't necessarily like that, is it? Zack Sabre Jr.'s catch-as-catch-can folk wrestling style is a kind of a catch-all for making everybody work and look good. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I agree with you. And, you know, I, I am a little bit disappointed that you you were not the one that designed that shirt that he has. <laughs> yes, for those of you who don't know, Zack Zach Sabre Jr.'s most famed T-shirt. And if you buy it, three pounds of that goes to the Trussell Trust which looks after all sorts of uh, youth projects and uh, projects for the less well-off in the UK. But it's a red T-shirt with the letters, I win because I use my brain and my outgoing hatred of the British Conservative Party, which mm -hmm. is a cool, cool T-shirt. Right, then we move on to the next matchup, which was Will Ospreay. He defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi in 17 minutes and 12 seconds. They both end yep. up on eight minutes each, but this is obviously a big night for Will Ospreay. One of the major wins of his career, a junior heavyweight, but as well beating the ace Hiroshi Tanahashi, who was eliminated from the tournament earlier than he ever has been uh, since his rookie years. This yeah. is kind of like a passing of the torch moment. The white meat babyface Will Ospreay beats the white meat babyface Hiroshi Tanahashi. They both have clearly a great deal of respect for one another, and Ospreay has said this has been like the, the landmark moment of what's been an astounding year for him. The first person to wrestle in the best of super juniors in the super j cup in the g1 and in the new japan cup he's gonna be the first person ever to do that he was announced for the super jump super j cup today or yesterday so mm -hmm. this was this was something special for him and it clearly means a lot to him as a professional but does it mean tanahashi's on the backward slide because we keep saying that every couple of years and he keeps popping up on winning titles so what are your thoughts on this ash well uh, Osprey did, you know, fantastic, very, very well done. You know, I honestly, both of them, uh, it was, you know, a fantastic match. I enjoyed it. Um, maybe because I'm a little biased because it has Tanahashi in it, but <laughs> I did enjoy it. And I mean, I, I have to agree with everything you say, um, as far as you said about this particular match and as far as, you know, Osprey's, you know, recent performance, um, you know, definitely, I've enjoyed him more this year. Not exactly like, you know, Zack Sabre Jr., but I've definitely enjoyed him a lot more this year compared to the previous years. He's, you know, with New Japan. So. Yeah, I would agree with that as well. Yeah, certainly. Coach Rabushi, 
in the Block A final, defeated Kazuchika Okada. They were both on 14 points each, but Ibushi beating Okada takes the win and therefore gets him a place in the G1 final. Now, this one was an interesting call. Ibushi, who had kind of had to wrestle from underneath for most of this tournament, yeah. 25 minutes and 7 seconds of an absolutely astounding professional wrestling match with two of the best workers in the world. Ibushi is on a bit of a rocket ship. And to be fair, it's been the story of this year with the wrestlers that they've hired. If you think about it, Chase Owens signed a long-term contract after being a freelancer for years. They pushed him to the moon in the New Japan Cup, relatively speaking, mm-hmm. for decades. Kota Ibushi signs a lifetime agreement. All of a sudden, he gets a big push in the G1 Climax. Mm-hmm. So... This was really interesting for me as from a business point of view, but from an artistic point of view, Akada versus Ibushi is something I want to watch again and again and again because this was absolutely fantastic. Ash, what's your thoughts on these two? Uh, fantastic match. You know, it's probably one of the most incredible matches as far as G1, one of the most ones. Um, you know, A Block, I'm going to say, absolutely killed it this year. Absolutely <laughs> awesome. Amazing block this year and you know i even said that when it was announced that it was going to be probably one of the best years with g1 um extraordinary you know as far as those two performances between okada and abushi um for block a i mean i knew it was going to be abushi's year um i know a lot of people wanted okada to win but i was going for coda you know i i strongly believed it was going to be his year um same thing in I agree with you on the business aspect too mm. when it comes to that. Because um, that tends to be, you know, the track record of New Japan when it comes to contracts. You know, they do tend to push them. But like I said, you know, when it comes to New Japan, I, I would say this definitely Coda's year, in my opinion. Right then, the next night was Block B, and Ren Narita opened up, tagging with Shota Umino rather than wrestling uh, Shota Umino, defeated Yoti Suji and Yui Amora, 7 to 34 seconds, the youngsters getting their run out there, which was quite important for them, obviously, especially yeah. in a big stuff like Budokan Hall. Next up, Bullet Club, Bad Luck Farley, Chase Owens, and Yujihiro Takahashi, the Tokyo Pimp. Defeated Lozagarabu's day hop on, Bushi, Evil, and Sonata in 7 minutes and 54 seconds. Bit of a turn up for the books there, I think. Kota Ibushi, Toa Henare, and Tamaki Homa defeated Clark Connors, Carl Fredericks, and Kenta in 8 minutes and 22 seconds. And then Chaos, Kazuchika Okada, Will Ospreay, and Yoshihashi, as well as Hiroshi Tanahashi, defeated Suzuki Gun, Lance Archer, Minoru Suzuki, Yoshinubi Kanemura, and Zack Sabre Jr. in 10 Junior. minutes and 30 yeah. seconds. What a shame. <laughs> what a shame. Are you switching allegiance to Suzuki Gun? No, no, I just genuinely do not like Chaos. I don't like their biased commentary. And I can't wait for Gino to come back. Simple as that. Oh, I and, like- and, and also, I didn't know it was legal for commentators to interrupt or assist in matches. So, there. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, I, that, that, I'm thinking you're thinking of alluding to something that happened on the final night, but I'm not going to talk about that. Um, oh, oh, I'm not, but I'm, I'm still just quite upset. I just want people to know that that's, that's the type of team chaos is. That's who uh, they are. Uh, well, and they all in, didn't realize that. In our conversation with Lost Wolfing, uh, I did point out that Rocky Romero is a fine, upstanding individual who clearly, likes after his charges, and Lost Wolfing agreed with me. She said um, he, he is clearly a person that has grown a love for the business 
and passed it on to others and is a responsible human being. Are you saying that, you know, Bullet Club's not responsible? Is that what you're saying? That uh, yes. Responsible people? <laughs> I have, you know, I yes. have experienced nothing but total respect and love from Bullet Club. So I don't know what you're referring to. You just don't understand. You keep, you you just... keep saying this. But, but as, 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 as Mira, last last Wolfing said, a good and pure manager and coach with zero bones to pick or things to prove. There you go. True story. Well, anyway. we do have the most belts. No, you don't. <laughs> oh, well, hang on. Five at the minute. Oh, six. Yeah. We got the tag belts, the junior heavyweight belts. We've got never, the never six man belts. Yeah, all right then. We also have the heavyweight belts. We have the Ring of Honor heavyweight tag belts. We also have. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Per- no, stop. You lost them. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Frisco. Yes, that, that did Frisco. happen, but, but we're going to get them back, though. Briscoe's took them back in a ladder match last week. Anywho. Well, we're going to get them back. It doesn't even matter. So it's fine. We're going we're gonna to take that loss and, you know, we're going to take it back. So it's okay. To be, to be fair, I prefer G.O.D. having them than the Briscoes. But anywho. Right. Moving on. Uh, where are we? First block match of the night. Jeff Cobb defeats Toriano in five minutes and 18 seconds of a thoroughly entertaining matchup. Toriano was robbed. Robbed, I tell you. Uh, apart from the fact he got drilled into the mat like a lawn dart. Uh, but yeah, five minutes and eighteen seconds. What's your report card on Toriano and Jeff Cobb? I just don't like Yano's face. <laughs> like I don't care. <laughs> but uh, yeah, shocking behavior. <laughs> I was happy to see Cobb win though, and in no five problem. minutes and eighteen seconds. So let's, let's go on to the. Yano doesn't like a long evening's work. See, this is the thing. <laughs> he really doesn't. He no. really does not. Uh, and longer, I respect him. The, worse it off, yeah. the, the longer it goes, the worse off he is. And it's like people come complain to me before, but he's he's like a, a high grade amateur wrestler. He should be able to do like much more important things than this. And like he's getting paid about half a million dollars a year for having a three minute match every night. I think he's doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Next matchup was Tai Chi with Yoshinubi Kanemura defeating Tomohiroshi in 11 minutes and 56 seconds. Didn't like this. Were you, were you struggling with that? Were you... <laughs> I'm struggling with the fact that Tai Chi beats Tomohiroshi. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I don't. I don't blame you. I agree with that too. I, I kind of like seriously almost grabbed my TV if it wasn't so large and just picked it up and threw it at that point. <laughs> Makes you feel dirty, the idea that Tai Chi could beat Tommy Hiroshi. But anywho... That tai Chi could beat anyone. <laughs> yeah. upset. I don't like his whole demeanor, his karaoke, his his fake gold, his stripper his pants. Face. Have you know? <laughs> his stripper pants has its own Twitter. They're following me, and I don't of like course. it. Of course they are. Uh, Miho Abe is a lovely woman, though. She's nice. How did How did he luck out in that? I don't know. That's all I'm I don't say. know. She seems to be somewhat, I don't know, having Ab- above she, his standards. Yes. She's too she, good she, for him. She could clearly do better. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, Tom Hero he must, Ishii. Sorry, Karen. I was going to say he must be a lovely man. <laughs> it really isn't. <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to make it sound better. His family must really love him. It's a karma sandwich, you know, when you say something bad and you, you try to balance it out with, like, one or two things that's good. It's a karma sandwich, but it doesn't work when you have, like, absolutely nothing good to say about someone. 
the guy who once cheated in his, on his wife, it was found out and he had to shave his head in public to uh, live through the shame. Yeah, nice guy. Anywho. <laughs> his family Tom- must really love him. <laughs> yeah. Tomohiro Ishii has been not just a great wrestler this year. He has been outstanding. And he's, I, my personal pick for the most valuable player in the G1. He's had great matches with everybody. And to be fair, this match was actually fairly watchable and was very good. But it's just Tai Chi, so we don't like it. But Ishii has been absolutely outstanding. Tai Chi has shown some growth in this particular tournament. He hasn't just turned up and made up the numbers, which we were kind of afraid he would. But Ishii has been on another planet, uh, as far as I'm concerned. What about you, Ash? What are your thoughts on Ishii? I mean, Ishii's good. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you on that. It's just the fact that Tai Chi won that match that I'm still slightly disappointed and trying to forget about it. Okay, then we'll move on. In an absolutely stunning matchup, and I think this is really underrated, Juice Robinson defeats John Moxley to get his win back from the Best of Super Junior Finals and line himself up with a US Championship slot, maybe at King of Pro Wrestling. Be interesting to see if they did it. Oh, King of Pro Wrestling's coming up, isn't it? Yes. Well, next one, next big, next big, big, big card will be at the Copper Box in London Royal Quest in a couple of weeks' time. Yes, I know. I'm going to announce that today on the site. I just haven't gotten to it. Which we won't talk about it because the matches all kind of got made on the final night. But Juice Robinson and John Moxley, this was just such good storytelling, such a good match. It kind of points out how Moxley has grown in this tournament. Juice gets his win back with a stunning performance. And Juice has grown throughout this tournament as well. Ends up on eight points, two points behind Moxley, but gets the big win, which is what he needed to give momentum into the autumn. What are your thoughts on this one, Ash? I'm just glad um, Moxley didn't win, so I'm happy Juice won there. Fair enough. That, that, was, that was fairly straightforward. What do you thought about the tournaments? I think Juice um, is a better performer than Moxley. I will mm-hmm. definitely say that. Uh, Juice always does fairly well. You know, ever since he's came to New Japan, I think he's just completely grown as a performer. Moxley, I just, I don't care, to be honest with you. And <laughs> honestly, people are going to get upset, but let's just call a spade what a spade is. He's he's just overhyped, in my fucking opinion, but that's me. Okay, fair enough. That's your opinion, and then you're sticking to it. That's fine. I'm, I'm still going to stick to it. I don't think he's overhyped, and I've enjoyed his work better as he's gone through the tournament, and he's got it. Now, he, he, yeah, he has gotten better, though. I will give him that. He's, you can tell he's starting to more or less understand how the New Japan style is. Yeah. Or at least trying to incorporate his style into New Japan. But either way, you know, I don't think, you know, he was necessarily, you know, I just, it's not for me, and I expect a higher standard for, for my New Japan viewing. But that's just... Like I said, that's just me, but I will agree with you. It looks like he is more or less incorporating his style into New Japan, and he's starting to get the hang of it. Okay. Is someone trying to fly a helicopter through your house? No, it's someone doing lawn work in front oh, okay. of my apartment, and for some reason, this 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 fucker does it every time right in front of my window when it's not necessary. We'd like to apologize for the young language used by uh, Ash ELP uh, in this particular podcast. See, look, see, he's doing it again. <laughs> like, you hear it? You hear it? I Not now. It's gone now. It's okay. 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 I'll, move- I'll, I'll go out there. I will, I will, I will tell no, them you, to leave some shit. You're fine. You're okay. You stay where All you right. are. We okay. need your opinion. He, Shingo he, t- 
He doesn't want any of this. He fears me. <laughs> yeah, fears Ash. Right, moving on. Shingo Takagi defeated Hiroki Goto in 15 minutes and 10 seconds. Another bit of a blinder, I have to say. Shingo comes out of this tournament looking strong as a junior heavyweight in the heavyweight division and did indeed the next day announce himself as a heavyweight now. No more juniors for Shingo Takagi, but he showed he could hang with the best of the best and had some big wins in this particular tournament. Uh, Hiroki Goto, again, 10 points, which was way better than he did last year. And I kind of thought yes. he'd gone off the boil. So, and he looks better. He looks leaner. He looks faster. He's bringing more stuff into his arsenal. He's not being the one-dimensional guy he's kind of been for the last couple of years. This may be kind of the last swing for Hiroki Goto. So I think he's trying to make the best of it. What are your thoughts on these two, Ash? Actually, um, that was probably, in my opinion, um, probably the best match of B-Block for, um, for Night 18. In mm-hmm. my opinion, it was a really good match. Uh, Shingo, I definitely saw winning. Um, yeah. If I'm going to pick between the two, I was going to lean more towards him. Mm-hmm. However, you know, both of their performances, completely outstanding. But I will say it was, the, in my opinion, the best match of that night. Yeah, I would agree with you on that, I think. I, having said that, I have a soft spot for the main event, though. Uh, just because of the way the story was told. So, but yes, it was really. Hey, that was, that didn't even come from me at this time. <laughs> I I I appreciate good storytelling, no matter who's doing it. Kayfabe out the window on that one. So we'll yeah, move on. Absolutely. Move on to the main event, which pitted Jay White, who was on ten points. He'd lost his first three and sold everybody. I'm going to win six on the bounce, and that's really hard to do in the G1 because not many people have done it for a long time. I think Ricky Chosu might be the last person to do it in like 2001. Tetsuya Naito has had a pretty dominant run, as dominant as they could be in this particular block, because it was very close right until the last day. And Jay White takes the championship of the B block with mm-hmm. an outstanding performance of 18 minutes and 51 seconds, where he really told the story of trying to get past Naito, a guy he's never beaten before, has faced very few times before, and he tried to figure it out and worked it out, and he got to the end with a little bit of shenanigans, as you'd expect from Bullet Club. Having yeah, said that, fair. Fair. What, how said that, what are your thoughts on Jay White in this tournament? What are your thoughts on Tetsuya Naito? Where does the Intercontinental Champion go now? Because we know that Jay White will face Kota Ibushi in the final at Budokan Hall. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, you know, Jay was out that championship match a long time ago, okay? He's never had his rematch to begin with, so I don't know why he even has to go through a G1 tournament. I, I don't know why it's necessary, but but... I'm sorry, you, you did say it was an outstanding performance, correct? From Yes, I did. Jay yes. White. Yeah, yeah. I do like Jay White, I, even though he's a traitor. I do like Jay White's wrestling style, even though he's a traitor. But carry on. Well, you really have to think about as far as, you know, what really happened to chaos with him. So, I mean, like I always tell you, you just don't understand and you don't see the whole story because you don't know his side of the story. Anyway, what are your thoughts on his particular performance in this tournament? What are your thoughts on NATO's? NATO? Uh, I, I knew I, I, I knew Jay was going to pull out the win. I knew. I was completely <laughs> confident he was. Uh, NATO, as far as, you know, the Intercontinental belt, that's a good question. Who's going to go up for it? I'm kind of interested in seeing that. Um, I want I know to be fair, because he got a win over NATO, so he should be able to shot. He's in chaos. He's not in LIJ. Yeah, that, that is true. So, um... NATO, I, I always, you know, I think he's fantastic as a as a performer, as a wrestler. Um, not necessarily the best match of the night, but it was still pretty good. 
when you want to compare, like, as far as the previous match, not that we just spoke about with Shingo, but um, it was still pretty decent. Um, you know, Jay's had a very interesting run of the tournament. Uh, you know, I, as far as NATO, I, I just, I really am more curious at this point in the future as to what is going to happen with that, with that belt and who's going to go for it. So that's, you know, my take on it, but mm-hmm. more or less, you know, it was still a very good, um, very good night as far as, you know, night 18. And, you know, as the, the crowd seemed, you know, that they were really into it. So as long as the crowd's into it, you know, by all means, I, in my opinion, great night for a B-Block yeah. show. It was, it was absolutely fantastic. And it really kind of put everything in place for the final night, um, which we'll be talking about in a couple of days' time. It was, it's been an astounding G1. And what's been your match of the tournament so far? Well, up until the final night. What was your match of the block nights? Have you know that Bullet Club's having a fantastic time, okay? Things could be better (laughs) for G1 for us, okay? And, you know, things are just going to get great, Super J Cup. Uh, You know, we're going to be, you know, we're going to thrive, but anyways, as far as G1, G1's been fantastic. I've really enjoyed it because it, for once this year, it wasn't predictable for me. Mm. And that's what I really enjoyed about it was, because usually I could view the blocks and be like, okay, so this person's going to advance, this person's going to go there, this point, person's going to get eight, this person's going to get six, ten. But this was actually the first year that I was not able to fully predict what the final was going to be, which is what I really enjoyed. I enjoyed the surprise, and I was actually more into it this year than I was last year, and and that's the truth. What's your match of the tournament so of, of the block nights? Um, between seventeen and eighteen. No, the whole tournament. Oh, well, I don't want to give away the final, <laughs> so. <laughs> Well, no, but, but you won't give away the final. I'm just saying, on the block nights, which was the best of the block nights, not the final night. Um, there was a few of them I enjoyed, to be honest with you. I can't pick one. I okay. really can't. Um, I, most of the matches that I did enjoy did come more from block A. I, I will say that. I was kind of like, I was kind of more pumped for the block B matches. I have to say, my favorite match was Shingo Takagi versus Tomohiro Ishii because that was insane. Yeah, and, we both agreed on that, though. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. We, we both appreciated that match. Ishii and Moxley at Kurikan Hall was also very, very, very good. But the one with Takagi was just like, it's what New Japan's all about, even yeah. though they're not two really two New Japan guys, but that kind of what Japanese wrestling's all about. That high impact style was kind of what I'm looking for. Right then, that concludes our coverage of the last two block nights. We'll be back later in the week when we look at the final, when we've rounded up some more guests to talk to. I'd like and to thank Ash I ELP. Promise, I promise to not kill the, the lawn guy. Okay, that's very nice, very kind of you. He fears me. <laughs> Where can we find you on your social media, Ash? Uh, you can find me at on all platforms except for Facebook because I'm never fucking on there. That's uh, El Ghost Mama, or you can find both of us at Indie Empire Zine on all platforms. We're hardly on Facebook, but we've got some people there, but we don't interact with them, and that's okay. Uh, <laughs> we, we really do not. They, it's mainly Twitter and Instagram. 
which is weird because we have more Instagram followers than Twitter followers. But, hey, it is what it is. People prefer visual aid versus actual reading. Yes, because um, a deal for a magazine is, is pictures. But yes, yeah. pictures. Yeah, forget our journalism skills. <laughs> it's all Just about look, the pictures. Look at the uh, flashing bright colors and the pretty pictures, and that's what we're about. Yeah, yep. anyway. Uh, we're both at Indie Empire uh, Mag. Yeah, IndieEmpireMag.com. And, of course, um, we're running our first special edition, which is in October. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be 10 years of El Phantasmo. And then we have another special edition coming in December for the holidays. Aww. So There you go. Christmas yeah, and Hanukkah wrestling. Yep, if there we go. I might, I, might, I might write a special piece all about Christmas wrestling. Anywho, you, uh, you can find me at Sherry Flown Star on Twitter. You can find the show Troopany Show on Twitter, and you can find us on Facebook of the Troopany Show and on Patreon, where you can keep the Troopany Show free forever for everyone. Please follow our sponsors in the Empire Magazine. Uh, you can find all of our stuff that we write there for that on the website and our friends too. Also, go to powerslam.tv and get a free month with our code MULLETWATCH, and you can watch all sorts of cool wrestling from all around the world. Free, Thank you very free, much. For- free. <laughs> free everyone likes free stuff even if it's just a free month thank you very much for listening to this today go listen to the other shows on the Troopany Show Network we appreciate you listening to us take care and we'll be back at Budicom for the final later in the week bye <laughs>